You're listening to Unfiltered with James O'Brien, brought to you by Joe. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Unfiltered, which features Gary Lineker, something I'm absolutely delighted about, but also just a tiny little bit um, trepidatious because I, I feel on a, in a very small way that I've, I've recently experienced some of the... Uh, I shall have to use the word shit that he experiences on a daily basis, having had my first roasting from the sun last week. Um, so I, I, don't don't laugh at me, but I'm kind of hoping he knows a little bit about what, what I'm doing as much as I know an awful lot about what he does. Let's find out. How old were you when, when, when you first kind of became recognised on the streets of Leicester? Uh, um, probably early twenties. Right. Um, yeah. Early so, so since then, I was a kind of slightly late developer for a footballer. Were you? Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I didn't really get into the first team regularly until I was about twenty-one, twenty-two, and then it kind of spiralled from there. But um, so you've been recognisable since. Um, to, to, far too much so. Well, of, and now, times. presumably, you, 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 yeah. I mean, you can't go anywhere in Britain without somebody having a word or saying something. Um, Usually you, nice. Always nice. Yes. Bizarrely, no. despite um, in other areas. <laughs> we'll get on um, to that. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, people are generally very, very pleasant. And um, yeah, I guess I get noticed everywhere I go, particularly outside of London, probably yes. more than, than London because people are busy in London. There's yes. a, a massive amount of ethnicities, etc. But, um, you know, if I go outside of, yeah, it's a bit, Do you enjoy it can it? be a bit. It's fine. I don't mind. It's fine. I'm used to it. It's yeah. so normal. Because it's been like that for over thirty years, yeah, so it's. I would probably notice it more if it was were the other way round. Yes, but and I can, you know, if I want to escape, I can of course. go abroad. And was, was it always football? I mean, was that was that because you mentioned being in your twenties? These days, you'd be earmarked at twelve or thirteen. Were you, were you on the books at Leicester as a schoolboy? Yeah, I was spotted about that age, twelve, thirteen. Um, so I was on the schoolboy. I didn't really think I'd actually make it. Did you not? You didn't no, have burning I didn't ambition? Have, or... No, I had burning ambition. Ah, okay. Massive amount of ambition. Always had that and drive and commitment and speed and stuff like that. But I didn't, inside me, really, it's unbelievably competitive trying yes, to be a course. footballer. It's difficult. Um, and I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't picked for the county side. I was tiny. Well, yeah. I didn't grow until I was like 16, 17. Um, so that was all. So I was very slight. I weighed about nine stone, and um, and and size was important in football in those days. It still is in this country, to lesser degree, but yes. still still there. Um, so it was, yeah, it was um, everything I did in the game kind of surprised me. Whether it was when I got in the reserves, I thought, oh, this will find me out. And then I got in the first team and I, I was sitting around all my favourite players and I was thinking, what am I doing here? Really? Yeah, genuinely. And then, but whatever level I you just reached, kept pushing I just through. kept scoring. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Get in>. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. Of course. It's really weird that you say that because Ian Lee was in a couple of weeks mm. ago because he's an old mate of mine and he just got out of the jungle and he talked about... He talked about that in a, in, a, in a slightly different way, but that sense of always being about to yeah. be found out or something, yeah. as if you're going to get the tap on the shoulder and say, all right, son, well, you've had like, your fun yeah. off your job. But, 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 a, but a raw sporting talent is, a, is, is very different from the world you're in now, from the kind of world of broadcasting. And Yeah, you, and, and again, I mean, I remember the first couple of years after I finished football, and I, I knew what I wanted to do. Mm. And again, I had that ambition to try and do it well, but... For a couple of years, there were so many. I remember I did football focus from from about ninety six, and I 
God, so many times I was in the car driving home thinking, I'm never going to be able to, I'm never going to crack this. Um, but then over a period of time, you get comfortable with the environment and how it works and listening to talk back and doing interviews. But there's no equivalent of scoring goals, or is there? Um, do you, I mean, do you ever get a moment where you want to do a quick tear around the studio and give everyone a hug? Um, that's, that, funnily enough, the, that's the one thing I've found it, you can't replace. No. There's nothing that that compares um, to the feeling of scoring a, an important goal or winning a massive game, yes. although it was never quite as good if you didn't score. Um, but there was ne there's never been anything quite like D Doing TV replaces perhaps a little bit of the adrenaline rush. Yes. We still have the kind of team camaraderie, even though it's a smaller team. So there's that. Sure. Um, but and the that, banter and the interplay. And the banter and a bit of fun yes. and all that kind of thing. But that 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 moment, that scoring a big goal in a World Cup game or something, is I, there's nothing, nothing. And I've had conversations with like Michael Owen and Alan Shearer yeah. about this, and they say the same thing. They, you know, Michael's tried to get it in racing; it doesn't quite exist. But um, so the only thing that's came that, that that's come anywhere near close was Leicester winning the league was a couple it? of years ago. That was probably the most joyous experience because three of my lads support Leicester. Right. I mean, they're all grown up now. Sure, but, but still. But to live that with the, through that experience with them, yes. the last kind of couple of months of the season where they, they kept playing on Sunday. So I did my Saturday night job, got home. The boys always used to come round, cook a bit of lunch, Watch Leicester, and they kept winning one nil, one nil, and it was just, it was just, and then I remember just the, the four of us, George, one of them, yeah. he supports Man United, but even, <laughs> even he joined in in the end, yeah, and we're to. all like Whole hugging country. away in yeah. the lounge. It was incredible. And that, that, that gives other people a flavour. That that yeah. sense of disbelief yeah. and magic at the same time yeah. is, is, it was is a miracle. Is, yeah, it just <laughs> it was, really wasn't was, it? As yeah. was pr pretty quickly proved at the beginning of the next season. Of it was about the planets aligning and stuff I like that. So. That that I mean, to, to, to stay with football for a bit, that kind of gave the lie to a lot of the negativity surrounding the modern game, didn't it? The fact that everything was up for sale and the fact that everything was overproduced and overthought and overmanaged. It was it was really like lightning striking, but because it was a league title rather than a cup, anyone can win a cup if the, yeah. if the wind is blowing in the right direction. But to do it week after week after week, I know that it hasn't been sustained properly, but it did well, kind it was of... never going to No, be. of course. What happened the following season was inevitable in my mind. Do you I think just, so? Oh, it was like after the Lord Mayor's show that it didn't quite matter so much for the players. The manager tried something different. That didn't work. Yeah. They blame the manager. He leaves. Somebody else comes in. All of a sudden, the microscope's back on the yes, players, so they performed a bit better. But no, what what they did was just astonishing. It was, it was, it was just wonderful. And, and uh, yes, it did go against everything, perhaps, in, in said the things that only the big clubs could That's win, etc., and the power. But although it's always really been like that. There's always been two dominant sure, clubs yes. or three. At least now we've got a few, mm. even though perhaps the top six are massively separated. But at least from, it's six. From, yeah, well, yeah, some leagues it's one, mm. some leagues it's two, but we've got a few. You mentioned Shearer and, um, and Owen, both of whom, like you, have, have quite, and I mean this in a nice way, a sensible demeanour. Mm. You, 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 you mentioned the magic and never quite being able to recapture it. The, the other players, the ones who, who, who are less sensible, I suppose m most obviously Gascoigne, they do sometimes seem to spend their lives searching for the high again, don't they? Mm. There's, a, there's, a, there's a tragedy to that. Well, I think it's difficult for a lot of um, former footballers. Um, obviously, they get a lot of plaudits when they play, they get a lot of glory, they're in the public 
kind of demeanor yeah, and everything. Yeah. They get lots of money re relevant to a lot of other people, um, and nowadays more so. Yes. Um, but it's not easy at the end of your career. Um, some of us have found something else that we can do into television, but there's only so many spots for sure. for pundits or well, it's not many presenters, but and there's only so many coaching jobs. So there, but the vast majority of footballers are kind of getting a bit of a wilderness, yes, where they don't know what to do, and and they'll perhaps invest in some business that might go wrong, mm. and or I think the divorce rates for footballers from the age of something like thirty-five to forty is, is something stupid, the, yeah. like seventy percent, unbelievable. So then, you know, then the money disappears a little bit. Sure. Their self-worth can go down. So it's you know people talk about Paul Gascoigne, but you know, and he was a magical footballer. He, He's, well, that's you know, why. But he's got, yeah, but he's got kind he of... He went higher and lower. Gazza always had yes, kind of, of issues and yes. a, a very addictive personality. But even for lots of other players, he wasn't... And you also get accustomed to living in a certain way mm. and spending a certain amount of money. Because most people, you know, the more you earn, the more you spend generally. Yeah. And then it plummets. So it's... I've been, I, I'm aware I've been hugely fortunate to um, find something else that I could do that, that pays really well and, yes. and gives me a life that I, I enjoy. And I often think to myself, you know, you know, why have I been so lucky? Gen genuinely. Yes. So serendipity, yeah. luck. Mm. And, that, and that notion of being on an even keel as well, which is nice. You mentioned the money. How different is it now compared to when you were in your pomp? Um, well, I was one of the top played players in the world uh, for a while, probably for half a dozen years. Yeah. And um, that would have meant about the salary perhaps someone like Alexis Sanchez would now get in a week. Not that I'm complaining, because um, I do fine. But, but yeah, so I've, I've been on some just over 300 grand a year. And that, I think that's probably about what Sanchez... I mean, and one or two others in world football. Can factor uh, in inflation right. and, and, and real-term comparisons, but you're talking about a completely uh, yeah, different yeah, it world. shifted massively. And then compare the you to, to the previous generation to you. and, and Whatever it, generation it, they're in. Yes. Um, I can't wait to hear the current crop whinging in about 10, 15 years. <laughs> I can't believe he's, he's earning a carillion yeah. pounds, that bloke. I don't bloke. In, the, in the slightest. Was, was... Some players do, don't they? Yeah. Are, you can see a few. Well, there's right? also that you, you players get attacked yes. for how much they earn. Yes. But nobody ever seems to say anything about... I mean, yes, you, I can never... I'm not going to try even try and sit here and justify a footballer's salary or a broadcaster's salary no. if... And, but compared with people that do a real job. Yes, of course. But it is what it is. But nobody ever complains about kind of golfers or huge basketball stars or Formula One drivers or big actors that get zillions for a movie, or top musicians. If you're in the top of the entertainment industry, you get really well paid. But it only seems to, it's not only footballers, but by and large footballers, if they, they get walloped uh, for earning a few quid. Uh, but... And then you've got the other side of it, the big business people. Yes. Um, they earn fortunes. Yeah, of course. Um, way beyond anything that a, possibly a footballer can manage if, they, if they're successful enough. So, you know, it's, it's impossible to sit here and ever try and justify a, a big salary. No, of course. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't even try. I've just been just lucky to and be in not, the right business. It's not a very long list of people in any line of no. work who've ever turned around and said, I think you might be paying me a bit too much, so why don't you have some of it back? <laughs> yeah. see, if, see if you can find yeah. someone else exactly. who's more deserving than I am. Um, and and that, that, of course, sort of speaks to the to the security that you have as well. And I wonder how, I, um, how big a part the, the security plays in you making the decision in recent years to sort of 
move out of your lane, as the Americans say. <laughs> yeah. You know, when when non-political people get involved in politics, they're often told to stay in their lane. You've 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 pretty much gone through the crash barrier in some context. What a fool! Well, what do you think? <laughs> no. I mean, obviously no, you don't, or you wouldn't be here I today. Do it. No, yeah. but how how how? I mean. I think for some people, the fear of upsetting the Daily Mail or the Sun mm. or, or, or seeing your employer, in the case of the BBC, put under pressure to get rid of you, if 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 you didn't know that you could pay all of your bills until I know, mm. children and stuff, but does that play a part at all, or is that is that overthinking never, what is quite I'm an instinctive about, thing for you? I'm never worried about my job. No. I, 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 I think I've always said reasonable things. I don't... Um, I, I didn't do them on my programmes. I no. do them on my personal social media, whether it's well, Twitter by and large. Yes. So, and I just, it started kind of when I did a little bit about FIFA. I was quite strong on Blatter in particular, which is not quite political issues. Um, but I... Was that was that when you first started offering up well, opinion offering about something pers- other than what's happened on a pitch? Quite probably, yeah. just about, um, apart from other sporting things. Sure. And one or two interests. Um, but I, I think I have a kind of self social conscience um so i supported um i felt sorry for the refugees and yeah. that that seemed to be some kind of of crime that you, you it's astonishing when you put I it i don't like quite that. get it because imagine if it was, was london yeah and we were under attack or something we had to flee and you had to try and get a boat across the channel and then members of your family would die en route and to go to the extremes to escape some kind of awful regime that you're in. Yes. I just don't understand. I mean, it's a difficult to deal with and how many come in and who doesn't and what whether we should um, house refugees, etc. look after them. And there's always issues about that, but I do not understand how you can not have a degree of sympathy uh, for their incredibly awful plight. And that was all I really did at the start. And then I... That didn't go down too well. It was, it was uh, going back to about, about October 2016, roughly. a couple of years ago, yeah. Because it's, it's remarkable to think that it's that recent now that you are kind of one of the people on the yeah. on the totem pole for the right-wing press yeah. that they like to dance around on a, on a regular basis. Yeah. But it didn't put you off, that astonishing overreaction. No, I'm, 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 I'm not really bullyable, which is probably a weakness in a way, <laughs> or a strength, I don't know. And but that would be true in... Football it's as more well. likely the more they have a go at me, it's more likely for me to be more involved. Mm. Um, but when it started, because I've never met you before, I, I, I'm really interested in this. When it started, because mm. I do it for a living. Yeah. So when it started, <laughs> you 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 were just being an ordinary bloke offering an ordinary opinion about extraordinary mm. circumstances mm. with no inkling at all of, that you were painting a target on your back. No, I didn't. I didn't think I was painting any kind of target. No. Um, I did one or two tweets around you know, around the same stage. I couldn't really grasp how hateful some sides were. Um, and then they started perhaps having a go at me and I was on the front pages about how you can have these kind of views, etc. What I couldn't really comprehend, I mean, I've got people that have alternative views, whether yes, of it's course. something like whether it's refugees, mm. whether it's um, immigrants, whether it's um, Brexit, etc., yeah. etc. Et but... They'll have those views, and we'll even discuss them and debate them. But we don't start abusing each other. It's the levels of abuse that came, and probably not helped by our, our newspapers, because mm. um, kind of fostering this kind of hatred towards um, individuals. 
So I, and it, it went from there. But I, what I can't really understand is, yeah, you can have different opinions. Loads of people have got different opinions and things. You can you think Brexit's a great thing. All right, well, let's discuss it. Yes. But it doesn't mean to say I'm not going to like that person. No, but isn't, isn't any less? I might sure. not like his views very much, but it doesn't mean to say I'm not going to dislike that person. I would have thought football would prepare you for this better than almost anything else in the world. Quite probably, because we get, we'd get dogs abuse from the day I we mean, d- Genuinely despised. In, in the blink of an eye, if you sign a contract with a new yeah. club and leave the old club, you go from being yeah. on people's bedroom walls yeah. to being turned into an I effigy know. and burnt on bonfire night. Yeah, so it's good training. It is. <laughs> it's, it's really good it's training. A, it's a good training for a monster from yeah. the sun it's or the a, male. It's, yeah, it did. Well, it is, actually, because you see, for, for it, non... It's, the thing about football is, for a lot of people... It's the most important thing in their life. Yes. For a lot of people, it yes. genuinely is. And you either get that 100% or you don't get it at all, do you? Yeah. There's, there's, it's, it's hard yeah. to explain it to somebody who goes to the occasional game or somebody who enjoys That's watching right. it on the telly. Yeah, I always think tribal, the corners it's... on the telly, when the corners, when the camera comes in on a corner and a player who the, is at the wrong end, the expressions on these people's faces are, are feral. Yeah. They're oh, wild. Yeah. We see them. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen them looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives you thick skin, yeah. turns you into a bit of a rhinoceros. Uh, it, it can do. Or, the, or if you can't cope with it as a footballer, it, 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 it can kind of yes. have a real weakening effect on your career, debilitating effect. So there was that ladder you've forest. got to be able to deal with that. Yes. So I'm a Kid of Mr. Harriet's fan, so I don't really spend that much time with people <laughs> for whom football is the single most yeah. important thing in their life. And in many ways, it's just it, as well. It, yeah, <laughs> isn't it just that in many ways, it's. It's healthier because you, you, you're never going to come out of Agbara worried that someone's going to smash a bottle over your head or, no. or, or, or take a swing no. at you. And the same obviously goes for the players. When, do, you, do you remember when you were first exposed to the ugliness of it? Cause, cause... Well, in my time, it was much uglier than yes, now. Of course. You've got to remember we had hooliganism. Yeah. Um, the racism from the terraces was was diabolical. I mean, I remember being on, the, you know, playing on the pitch and bananas being thrown on in games um, when there were back players playing. I remember being on the plane uh, with England. We used to go on a plane, but we had, there was punters on the back. Yeah. And I remember a few punters coming down, having a go at John Barnes, saying, you shouldn't be able to wear an England serious? shirt. Yeah, serious. I mean, thankfully, it's come a long way since then. And I think, I think in many ways, I know there are still issues and there's still racism around and still racism in football around. But in terms of, I think football's, kind of a guiding light in many ways you know in the football community you you're part of a team you sit mm. in a dressing room you don't look around your at your teammates and think oh he's black he's yellow he's this any more than you that. do in your office or your no, workplace you, or your you, factory there's none of that it's you look around you're going well he's a good player he can cross it he can defend he works his yeah so it's like that it's and it's come on and mm. come on and come on and even on you know you don't get I don't hear or see those the chants in this country. Still, anything like it was in in the mid eighties, well, late eighties, when it was it was abhorrent. It was interesting, wasn't it, to read about Cyril Regis? Um, yeah, after I mean, he passed he, away he, recently because he was really pretty much the first focus of this kind of feeling. He was, wasn't and it? he was a trailblazer, and he yes. and he handled it all with such dignity. And that's, I think, that's important as well. When people have a go at you, if you can, if you can kind of make almost. Get the moral high ground yes. in in yes. a way by not losing it, and he was very even tempered and articulate, and um, along with his teammates at that time at West Brom. Yeah, I love this idea. I love the idea of because what what you're describing really is, is is managing to retain your faith in in human nature despite all the evidence you personally yeah. get of how vile it can be. Yeah. I never would have thought of football as being a great 
leveller, a great no, teacher of how things can improve and how things can change. I know, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting angle, I suppose, but because we've been through it so much... Of course. And, but I, th- I think we've come a long way in football. I mean, we see it in other countries, there's you know, race, much more racism yes. problems. It's almost like it was here 30 years ago, but it's, I think we've, we've improved a lot. There's still a way to go, and there's still isolated incidents that, sure. that we'll get within our game. But... Um, uh, by and large, it's it's improved both on the pitch and and, and off the pitch. You I mean, mentioned... obviously, we've got to get more um, because we've we've got such a kind of cross section of of people from different countries, etc. Here and different colours, we've not quite got that into the management side of the game yet. No, certainly in the playing side, it's and, great. And, and equally, if 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 you were to exchange black skin for for the Muslim faith, you've still got a massive mm. disconnect between the fans. I, I'm I'm an anorak like this, so yeah. I actually. The last was it? I could get Arsenal Chelsea. The last FA Cup final. What was it? Um, it was. Yeah. So I I went on Wikipedia to work yeah. out how many of the players were Muslims, and I put together an eleven. Yeah. If you included the subs and a couple of people yeah. who were injured, there was eleven people on, on yeah. associated with both yeah. clubs who were both Muslims, and yet yeah. still we live in a in a country where that that kind of notion of integration is completely ignored. Football is is actually in many ways it shows no, the way forward. It, it, doesn't it does it? It, it. It's paving the way. Paving Who would have thought? Ever <laughs> thought football, that football would pave later. the way for good <laughs> and, and for people knows. to get on? Because what what we really are? Yes. We're, we're all human beings, don't and that's ridiculous. why I don't. Oh, oh, sorry, it's absurd. Yeah, absolutely. Stupid. Out on his ears. That was the headline, wasn't it? Linica pedals. Anything for lies. You mentioned. Abroad and foreign countries, it, 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 you famously were at Barcelona. Um, it's less common now for, for English players to go and play. Yeah, a, I think there's a, the re- a reason for that. Go on. I think we're English players are generally reluctant to to move. We're all quite happy. We we live on a little island here, don't we? And we're all quite homely. And and it was the same in my day. But in my day, it paid so much better ah, anywhere okay. else. It was, right. you know, you triple, quadruple your, your salary by playing either in Spain for one of the big boys or Italy. Yes. So there were quite a few players in those days would go. There were a few, like Ray Wilkins, I remember, Mark Haley, Liam Brady, Kevin Keegan went to Germany, Tony Woodcock. Um, there were, you know, a few went to to Spain. So, you know, it was also no chat. For me, it was a wonderful experience to go to a place like Barcelona, and who turns that down? But um, and a chance to learn another language and things like that. But by and large, there were quite a few players that just went well, a few quid, a couple of years, get back home. Yes. Whereas now they don't have to go anywhere if they right. don't want to. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see one or two of them play. Well, every the, the salaries here are so high; they're as high as they are. Well, Almost. the exceptions of Messi yeah, and, and Ronaldo, ridiculous, yeah, yeah. but yeah. he deserves it. <laughs> and um, Ronaldo and people like that. You, you, the salaries here is, are very competitive. So therefore, we're, we're getting an influx of top players, not just staying here, but also an influx coming in. So there's an inkling there, wasn't there, which we'd, none of us would have noticed at the time, of the, the, the Linica, the social justice warrior, who was two <laughs> decades further down yeah. the tracks. Because when you went to Barcelona, you... You tried to really embrace Spanish culture. There was none of that kind of um, living in a get in a, in a, in a footballer's ghetto. You learnt the language. You, you put down roots in the country, or tried to. Yeah, there were no f- footballing ghettos in those days, like big walls, houses, and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I deliberately avoided the expat society yes. um, because I just thought this is a unique opportunity to learn a language, 
And Where did that come from, Gary? Because what I've got, know. I've got this image of you <laughs> on your dad's yeah. market stall in Leicester yeah. while, while on the books at Leicester as a schoolboy. I don't, I, I don't know enough about you to, to say with any certainty, but presumably if you're on the books of a club, you, you're not going to hit the, the real books at school quite as hard as you would otherwise. I was all right at Were school. You? I didn't probably... No, you're right, though. I didn't... You know, looking back now, if I was advising the young me... Yes. I'd have said, you, sh you know, you, you've got a degree in intelligence. You've got to work harder. I mean, I, I passed 11 plus. I got to grammar school right. and all that. And I, but then football and cricket took over, and that was... Sport was... How good were you at cricket? I was... I thought I'd had more <coughs> chance at cricket than football. Did you, but make, the county Did you make the county side I was 16 and I, my football opportunity came along. Right. I played the county schools well, at cricket. Yeah, I kept in Leicestershire schools for there you go. quite a few years. But, there you go. Um, so, yeah, I thought I had a chance at that more than football, but the football's opportunity came along first and then cricket took a back seat. So your brain was, was big and active, but didn't have a lot to chew on. Is that fair? Well, I, I mean, used to, you know, I used to enjoy writing. I've right? always enjoyed oh, writing. I right. used to write match reports yes. when I go Didn't and watch Leicester. No, yeah. no, no one knows that really. But um, and so I so always enjoyed... always inside this international <laughs> football star. There's a journalist screaming uh, to get well, out all along. People, you say that that's was what I wanted to do if I didn't make it. Right, I wanted okay. to. Be, I would have been a sports journalist. Yes. Um, which I'm, I, I suspect is the reason most sports journalists end up being sports journalists because probably right. they can't do it. <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. So there was that engagement with the world around you, mm. the desire to, to actually understand things, because that is, I guess, the difference between the, the, the instinctive player and the player who could also write a match report at the end of the game. Is you want to understand, you want to unpick yeah. it, you want to dismantle it and work out how it all fits together. Like, very much so, really. I used to. I mean, I don't. I wasn't particularly gifted as as a as a as a footballer. I mean, I didn't have a brilliant touch. I couldn't dribble past you now. Well, I don't. Well, know. I might. But <laughs> you know, the only way I could ever beat anyone was think. I was very quick. Yes. And I was quick in my mind. So I. Yes. And I used to think about the game, and I worked out how to score goals. I and and the other thing that I was I was given was a very very cool head. I don't. I, very even tackle. Never I got did, a card. Never got nervous, never got angry. Yeah. Never tackled anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was given those things, but I didn't have, you know, any kind of brilliant technique or I had to work really hard at my touch and stuff like that. But, and, and your conscious Which is probably of this. why I was a, more of a late developer because right, most, my, yes. my game was more about thought and... Yes, well, that's, that's what I'm hearing. I'm seeing skill. it like building blocks that you were putting yeah. together, knowing that the, what would work yeah. and what wouldn't from watching other players and from working out where you... Where, so, you so you would never have described yourself as an instinctive? No, not not so much. I was Most of my goals when I was young were, were balls over the top because I was really quick mm. and just outrunning people and one-on-one was the goalkeeper, which I was always... I quite enjoyed, and but not beating three players and curling in the top corner. I never did that in my life. This This might sound like a rude question... But it's it's linked to what we were talking about with with regard to school and and the and the and the study. Um, did you read a lot of books when you were young? Did you? Yeah. Did, you, you did. Ah, okay. Then it's yeah, not a rude question. Then it's not a rude question. Is that <laughs> no, <good>? no. <laughs> Footballer reads books. No, but you understand what I mean. There is yeah, there are I cliches abounding, but yeah. but equally it's hard no, to I, see I, 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 this thoughtfulness going on, yeah. challenged, un, un, unchecked. So so that puts you on a slightly different 
metaphorical bus to a lot of your teammates. I know quite a few footballers, James, that yes. read books. Yes, of course. Yeah, quite but, a few. But someone like Graham Lasso would take the mother of all kickings for the, having yeah. the audacity to read a national newspaper. Yeah, you kept, you kept your... It was the Guardian, though. <laughs> it was the Guardian. It was horses for courses. It is unfair, that, that, that portrayal of footballers as being... Yeah. Footballers are a cross-section of, of, of working-class society. You know, some of them are... Uh, some of them are daft. Uh, some of them have drink problems. Yes. Um, some of them are very intelligent. Some of them will read a lot. Some of them won't read at all. They'll have all sorts, you know, they're just a cross-section of working-class lads that have come up and done quite well. Some of them can handle that. Uh, some of them can't. Yeah. That's all we are. Um, did, did you want any of your lads to go into the game? Or did, did you? I, 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 they were all keen. I, right. I went, I used to watch them and support them. The, the middle two were uh, quite good. Harry, but he never really loved it enough. Um, and Tobias was on my third was on Chelsea's books on was the he? academy for a couple of years but he had that Osgood Slatter's knee yes. condition thing yeah, yeah. He, both knees were out for two and a half years but I think by his own admission he, he probably wouldn't have um, been quite good enough anyway it, 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 but it and you've got to be you'd yes. have to be really good and I think to be the son of a well-known yeah, player you've got to be even better of course because people can come it's and really bites hard. out of you well, get, oh you're not as good as you. I mean mm. I remember George who by his own well he admit it himself he was not the best player in the world I remember him <laughs> and he always when he was very tiny he used to say I want to be a footballer I want to be a footballer and, and I used to watch him and think mm. and then when he's about 11 or 12 one night I was putting him to bed and he said daddy said I, I don't think I'm going to be good enough to be oh, a footballer are you George I said no nah. well you know it's going to be difficult <laughs> <laughs> so he, I mean he admits but I used to stand on the touchline yeah. I mean, don't get me started on this Go one on. with parents and watching kids play football. It's unbelievable, out. isn't it? They're oh, living horrendous. their lives through the children. They are. They're they, desperate, so desperate for them to make it to. Yes. It's 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 probably awful. ends up having the opposite effect. Completely thought, opposite effect. They instill fear into the yes. kids. Yeah, all this gets stuck in. It's so yeah. competitive. It's ridiculous. And I used to get parents come to me and said, "Oh, I thought I thought he might be might be better, you know, <laughs> better than he is." And I said, well, he's, he, you know, why? He said, well, you know, you, with you. I said, well, his mother was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I, I watched my nine-year-old at sports day a couple of years ago when she was nine and, yeah. and, and another dad was shouting, close her down! <laughs> close her down! <laughs> Nine-year-olds running <laughs> once around the Let track. Play. <laughs> they, I just wish we could bring in this thing where parents said nothing. Yes. Nothing, yeah. apart from applause. Yeah, it's never going to make much difference. Apart from applause. It? Well, it, it will make a lot of difference. No, I mean, for the good. The, yes, exactly. For good. You're not going to have a negative yeah, impact by I, being quiet. I spent years, I have four boys, listen, what, standing done. on touchline where I never, ever shouted anything ever, listening to pe people give the worst possible advice to their own children and other children in the team, shouting complete nonsense 99.9% .9 of the time. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. closer. Um, did, did, does it cause you, clearly you genuinely do rise above all of the um, flack that's directed at you for, for sticking your head above the parapet what about when your personal life gets into the papers that must be harder to cope with yeah it's difficult there are especially I mean they, when they write untruths yes and you're powerless often I, I've only recently well, discovered tell you what's written Oops. Whack the microphone. Oh, but I tell you what's. Um, You'll get used to this. What's one of the good busy. things about. Yeah, exactly. Eventually. <laughs> um, one of the good things about social media, though, it gives you a right of reply. Yes. Whereas you never used to have that. I mean, I've seen stories about myself and other people that I know that are completely wrong. Yes. Completely made up nonsense. And it would take six months to and get any official. The only or... vehicle you had available to you was trying to sue, and that mm. was. Uh, 
like such a long or arduous process that was dragged out deliberately to put you off ever doing it. And it was dangerously expensive yes, if you didn't win. Of dangerously course. expensive. Um, whereas at least on Twitter now, you see something that's wrong, mm. that's actually a false story about you. You can go straight away to, especially if you've got a big following, following yes. which perhaps more than will read the paper in the yeah, first place. Yeah, you yeah, can say, become this very true. is wrong. Yes. Yes. And and people will then help you side with you, and it gets out there, and it get, it reaches um, so many more people than than ten years ago when Absolutely. I wasn't on social media. There's no so, right of reply at all ten no, years ago. There wasn't. You say, couldn't. You had no chance. Standing on a street corner with no a loudhailer would be your only real. You see, Aunt McFarlane yeah. yesterday, a picture of the front page I'd of the Daily Star. Yeah, this I, is I shite. Know. It's exactly what you're talking yeah, about. It's exactly that. Completely fabricated nonsense. Twenty to times more followers than the Star has readers. Yeah. And so it there is a right change in the make, power. There's a change in the power, and that's what they don't like. No, and that's right. why they tend to try and perhaps have a go on your thoughts or yes. your concerns. Yes. Um, if especially if if we don't agree with them. Yes. Now I'm I'm fascinated by this. I had my yeah. first because obviously I, you know if, if if you're here I'm somewhere down there. Yeah. But I got turned over properly by the sunrise. Did you see it? Yeah, it's nonsense. And it's my it was Twitter. It wasn't even the no. radio show. But it's so, hurtful, isn't it? I mean, it, I don't care who you are. It's no, not, it's hurtful in a way. Yeah. I mean, there's also that yeah. bit like you that goes, all right then, must yeah. be doing something right. But yeah. of course, you'd, you'd rather everybody liked you. You don't yeah. want to be the person that that's, mm. and and I'm trying to unravel that. Mm. This what you just said there about they don't like anybody having a view no. that. Challenges the thing they're selling. Mm. No, it's. I mean, it's fine. Have have their views. Do what they want. Of but, course. But don't go personal personal attacks yes. just because you don't like what someone thinks. I don't. That's what I can't comprehend. Yeah. No. That. Well, so he has a different view to you. So that's what the world's about. We all have different views on all sorts of different things. Yes. But it doesn't mean say you've got to be revengeful and try and attack them personally. It's, and it yet, it's, that's that's the modus operandi. It, 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 it can be worse than it it's ever be. been. I think with Brexit and Trump, it's almost. Well, I think we're in a. I think we're in a moment. It's almost a watershed moment. I think, I think it'll so. either be a watershed moment for good, or yes. we'll continue going down this slippery slope. God to knows where that would end. Yeah, it's quite chilling. Um, you, you and Lily Allen probably the, the <laughs> big, who's done unfiltered yeah. already. It's it's like crossing the streams for the editor of the Mail that to yeah. have to have you two on the same. <laughs> You're in uh, trouble. Exactly <laughs> that. That's all right. Stay that, strong. Be what Stay it is. strong, James. Um, is there is, have there ever ever I mean, been? How did you find it? I mean, you so that day all of a sudden you. Yeah, you've gone from there. Also, I'm a former newspaper journalist. Yeah. I'm a former showbiz yeah. journalist. So I, I, I wasn't very good at it. Yeah. But um, I mean, I, I'm I'm very pro newspapers anyway. Sure, I just we don't need understand that this new breed, yeah. this new strain. I, I, I was freaked out by it actually. And they it, do a lot it, of not, great things. Yeah, but I think sometimes the other side of it lets the real journalist down. Of course it does. And, but they're not brave enough to stand up against it because they I can't. Don't know that I'd use the word brave because because yeah. well. Well, you'd have to be really brave to stand up to your own... And you'd have to not be able to pay your bills next month. Well, exactly. That, that, that's what that's, I mean. You'd yeah. have to be really brave. And God, not, I see what you mean. Or yes. mad or whatever. Yeah. But so I get how difficult it can be from... I mean, I get direct messages from... So do I. From... Yeah, I'm sure. From, mail and from, Mail and sun so keep it up, I would never name them because it wouldn't no, be fair. No, no, But God, to say, we're you. absolutely on your side, yeah, I'm really man. sorry, it's difficult. I had you one know. the other day. Standing at Embankment Station, minding my own business. Bloke comes up and stands next to me and goes, all right, James. It's like something out of Smiley's people. Yeah. You know, like, Hello. 
Um, which happens to me occasionally, not like mm. it does to you. And, and I just want to say, um, great work you're doing with regards to the mail at the moment. I said, why are you whispering? He goes, I, I'm, I'm a senior sub-editor on the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of senior sub-editors. Yeah. So I'm not no, giving right. anything yeah. away. Yeah. But they're decent, normal people, and yet there's this... They're doing a job. They're, I yeah. mean, I'm sure they... Uh, as, as disappointed on occasions of course uh, and it's baffled actually that's yeah. that's the thing i'm getting from you which is quite reassuring to me the bafflement is well, yeah. where does it lead what's yeah. the point is it unless there is just one size fits all one flavor of ice yeah. cream for, for for the whole yeah. country have you ever had because if we take october 2016 as the kickoff point with the post fifa comments when you started tweeting about refugees in what you've described very clearly as an utterly unremarkable response to a human tragedy. Yeah. Have you ever thought, oh, I might wind my neck in for a bit now or I might just take the foot off? I'm not going to hang up my... I don't want to overdo it No, as well. I think it's not. A, no, I think it's, it's trying to find... Um, I think if I'm really, really upset about something or I mm. feel it's worthy of comment, then I'll, then I'll do it. And I've never deliberately thought, actually, maybe I shouldn't. No mention anything political so i mean i don't really put out there my political no you don't there's humanitarian don't. opinions humanitarian that you share. views yes. rather than political i mean obviously there are things that you see that the government might do or sure. you feel strongly about but you know i've never sided with one party in particular or the other i've never said who i vote for um but it's it's for me humanitarian issues are important and obviously i i don't agree with brexit i get that a lot of people do sure fine i just can't yet see anything that will be good about it. <laughs> Join the bloody club. <laughs> well, I did, I've seen you enough to know that, which side you're on well, on that well, thing. But, but again, like you, I'm waiting for the evidence. If someone I, comes I along and says, really, here you go, mate, really, here you go. I really hope it Bingo. works out okay. Of course Genuinely. you do, because we live here. Yeah, because we <laughs> We've really, got children. But I, I fear that, and it's the children you worry about. Yes, you it hope is. it's going to yes. be all right, but we're kind of leaving this block of good. Yeah. Genuinely good. Yeah, not perfect. You know, the, no, nothing's perfect. Well, and it's, you know, it's political world it's definitely very little is perfect sure. at times um but you know it's kind of worked in its own way for a long time we've had peace for a long time um whereas who knows prior to that we used to have wars with, with a couple of decades just take hope a that, chunk out the germans have yeah. a crack at the french and yeah. vice versa right. spanish yeah. it's all, it's it's all over the place. it's interesting you say that because because i i don't think polit political is the right word to describe no. I, I prefer humanitarian and i wouldn't put money on how you do vote because presumably yeah. you, you can compare what do they say a sort of uh, you, you presumably don't want a top tax rate of 95 percent like we had under, no, <laughs> under james no, callahan no, and dennis ely no, no one wants that <laughs> no, well but no i there are the things i agree with on both sides occasionally yes and there are how things i disagree you? with on both sides <laughs> yes. yeah i know it's, it's I mean, outrageous it, you need but, to be more like a football fan yeah don't you these well days? that's that's almost like it is if it's you say totally. something um Negative, say about the Tory Party, which is done occasionally. Yeah, um, it means you love Jeremy Corbyn. It, it means you love Jeremy Corbyn, <laughs> and if you say if you criticise Jeremy Corbyn, you, <laughs> you love Margaret you Thatcher. Love, <laughs> that's pushing it. Um, <laughs> that is pushing it. But my dad did. did um, yes. Um, so it's uh, you know, as soon as you, you put your head out a little bit, you hit the game. same family business. You and the yeah. Thatchers. I know. So, so that's where your dad probably exactly. saw it. Saw it. Exactly. See? You see, you should have been prime minister. You'd have been even prouder of you. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, actually, because you were in Liverpool in the mid-'80s, mm. uh, Everton. Only for one season. I, I know, but that dressing room mm. must have been one of the most political yeah. football dressing rooms. We had 
Degsy was. Hatton was Hatton always was hanging around. Big mates with Peter Reid, times, wasn't yeah. he? Yep. Still is. Neville Southall is, is is giving you a run for your money on social oh, media Neville's at the moment. Me. Well, he is actually. Neville's, Neville's pretty close to a cross between Mother Teresa and yeah. kind of. It was great. Was it? A, was it? A, been political environment at Everton that season, that dressing room, or is this my theory getting slowly shot down in flames by someone that was actually there? I don't think it was It was <clears> overly discussed. Um, no, I want to say what ne- BBC Neville drama about changed a lot. Has he really? Yes. Has he, well, that's good, though. Well, that's fine. Yeah. We all change. I've changed a lot yes. over the years. Yeah. You know, you different things. You, you think about different things as you get older. And you perhaps worry a little bit more about things as you get yeah. older as well, yeah. and you, you think more deeply about... Um, certain areas um, that we've done, and we've all done that. And um, but it was it was it was a good dressing room. Yeah, it clearly was. Yeah, it clearly was the best was. team I played for actually. Sharp. Yeah. How do you mean? No, it was the best right. team. Right in terms of how everything slotted together. Yeah, well, there's a really, really? good side. Yeah, I was in an idea word. I've done a bit longer, but yeah. Um, Barcelona came knocking. The club accepted the bid, so hi. Yeah, and you have no say in that at all. I mean, well, no, I didn't have to go. Right. But when a club comes <coughs> to you and says we've accepted a bid, you think, oh. Well, I'm not really that wanted then. I, and yeah. it, it was like that in those days. It's different now. It's uh, the player has much more power. Yes, or the um, agent. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Via, Via Real or something. No, it was, it yeah, was, it was Barcelona, Barcelona. So yeah. it wasn't a terrible. But was, was that then, you may have answered this question, of all the clubs you played for, the first time you ran out onto the pitch in a home game, was Barcelona the one that made you feel... Well, Barcelona's huge. So huge. Utterly I mean, magical. It's, you, it's, it was 120,000 back then, and you just come out of the tunnel, which the the level of the pitch is actually it's it's a lot lower than the outside, the ground. So when you come oh. out, yeah, oh, it's wow. like a oh, different wow. tier yeah, below okay. the pitch is below the yes. actual ground level. Gosh, and then you 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 go out the tunnel, and they used to they used to have a little chapel on the right hand side, and all the players used to cross themselves. I mean. I didn't know. I'm always been an atheist, but so I I come out onto the pitch, and it was oh my god! Yeah. It just goes up, it goes up and up and up, and it, and it's it was really close to the pitch as well. It was just great. Two minutes in, I scored my first goal. Right. I was, that's that doesn't took the pressure better. off a doesn't little bit. Doesn't get any better minutes. than that, does it? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, just tap it. Surely, obviously, but... surely, surely that was the point yeah. where you surrendered your lifetime of atheism and went aside. But maybe I should have crossed. <laughs> I was the only one who didn't cross himself. Though, so there's something in that as well. Just... <laughs> it's controversial. You can't help it, can you? No, I can't <laughs> Pick it on the church but... now. Yeah. <laughs> Politics isn't no, enough. No, I've again, I've got no problem with anybody <laughs> believes anything that they want to believe. Did you have then political influences, or are you entirely? Kind of um, DIY because I'm a bit I, DIY. Uh, yeah, so you pick yeah. like a magpie. You just look around. Well, I you know I agree with this thing, that thing, and then certain things I don't like. And yeah, so I've not you know I've never been kind of. I mean, I found it quite difficult to, to vote for in the last couple of elections. Yeah, to be yeah, honest, yeah. next really one's going to be even harder. I, I know, think, isn't it? It's, it's, it's like, a lot of homeless political people, yeah. politically yeah. speaking. And a I, lot of I've, homeless. I felt like that for some time. Would it then? Would it have been brave of you to refuse to do the FIFA draw the other week, the other day? Because you've been so outspoken yeah. a critic of FIFA, yeah, it yeah, has improved. FIFA. It has, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's changed. And I'll explain. I'm happy to explain yeah. why I did it. Um, I had a lot of contact, a lot of debate with yes. new people, with, um, um, and it would, and over a period of time, they convinced me that they really, really do want to change it. Now, hopefully, they don't 
let me down. There's more in footballers involved. I, I was speaking to Van Basten, who's involved now, right. uh, Figo there, and in particular Boban, right. who's, I don't know what his title is, Secretary General sure. or something. But he's, he's very high up on the ladder. And Boban in particular, is, he's hugely impressive. He loves football and he's desperate to change things for the good. Now, do you just stay outside when somebody approaches you like that? Or do you try and get inside and influence them and change things for the good? Because I care about football. Clearly. Um, and that's why I did, that's, that's exactly why I did it. I had meetings out there. I spent hours with, with the president. I spent hours with Boban. And I'm, I remember sitting them in restaurants saying, this is your opportunity. You can have a real legacy for good in football. Mm. You can make changes. It's really not easy, really not easy for them because they come in and they, you know, they can be hoofed out yes, and stuff. Of course, yes. But, you know, I, so I plead my case with them. And for me to have that opportunity to do, I think, was, was important. I didn't do it for the money. I, I've given the whole, gave the whole fee to the British Red Cross. Did I wasn't you? interested. It wasn't a money thing. Sure. Um, and also it was... So you were saying your support to the new regime, in a way, saying... I was trying to influence the new regime. Yes. I'm not, I'm not supporting them yet until right, they right. prove to me... OK. Um, and, ..and football that they genuinely will do what they say they will do. Now, and I, I, I have a lot of trust, particularly in Boban, and the football people that are involved, and hopefully they'll make a difference. But, you know, they deserve a little bit of a push, a little bit of support along the way, because the person I battered and battered and battered was Blatter. Yes. And and, and, and his cronies and that mm. old God, and pretty much all of them now are either suspended, yeah. in jail, pending yeah. arrest, yes. et cetera, et cetera. They've all, they're nearly all gone, bar a handful. And, yes, there are still issues that need resolving, but some of them need time. And so, what would have been achieved by you not doing it is pertinent as well, isn't it? Because it wouldn't. Well, have... if I, I could, it was. It, I could have made a stand sure. and just said, "Well, I was asked, but I didn't." Yeah. I, you know, I but it was. How it was... did it get so rotten? I mean, just sort of someone a lot closer <sighs> I, to it for I, most I, of your life. How did it get so rotten? So it made me feel sick a lot of it. The, yeah. corrupt, the levels of corruption and um, even some of the things that they they told me, which I can't say of how bad the previous regime yes. was and what they're trying to do to change it and how the the expenditure they're massively cutting down. And I, you know, Mafiosi, I hope I'm not being naive. And don't, no, but, I don't think you are. But you know, the, the, what's that whole thing? You can say piss outside the tent or something. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah you better be you know, inside pissing yeah, out. Than yeah, outside pissing exactly. In. It's true. Um, and and, and the, the, the reaction then, which I what hadn't been aware till I, I just did a little bit of uh, swatting up before <laughs> I saw you. Um, this, of course, is the same Lineker who has been one of FIFA's most visceral yes, critics, the yes, same Lineker who three years ago said FIFA's nauseating corruption yeah. made him feel sick. Mm. Who yeah. advised Which all... I still say. Yeah, and, I, and I genuinely meant that. And But we have got a new guard in, and, and hopefully they will be considerably better. And Infantino will prove that. But, I, you know, I'm not... I think it would be difficult for them, but yes. I think they've already made massive... Changes within, and the scrutiny has and gone up by. Well, the scrutiny is up. They want to make the, the the elections for the next World Cup bids totally open, so that everyone can see who's bidding for everyone. So that's a start. Automatically, it takes away the obvious, you know, bribery things a little bit. Yes, um, and and it does read like something Mario Puzo might yeah. have written, doesn't it? Some of the stuff. I mean, you'll <laughs> know more than the rest of us do, but it is. It's almost as if dream up any. Oh, it's, example it, it, of corruption and then double it and it happened. It's beyond belief. Yes. It? it was uh, truly awful. But, you know, it needed a new broom. It, yeah. It needed to, you know, just get rid of the old guard and bring someone else in. And let's hope these new people um, that weren't, 
you know, part of this before. Let's hope that they're much better. I sense they are, um, especially with Boban. But so watch this space. Watch this space. And, 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 not, and if they don't, and well, if then I feel like they let the game can... down, I'll be back on the case. No kidding. Yeah, well, that's Big a time. lovely thing, isn't it? That's yeah. a lovely thing about what you have become sort of almost by accident is that now you, you do actually have credibility in the in the sense of people know that you'll be telling the truth yeah. next time you, you if you do yeah. decide that it you need nice to break to have a bit of again. weight in the game that has been so good to me over the did you ever fancy going down that route because no, do, do English players do it very often I don't think many players do it, really. No. Not many. I mean, there are. Platini, most obviously. Platini, and he kind of he let it Exactly let cover down. himself in he glory, let his did he? Down, mm. which is that a how real it feels? Shame. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, I knew Michel, and he was a wonderful footballer, yes. and he was quite, you know, effervescent guy. You could see how he'd done well, but he, he let himself down, he let the game down. He no, let footballers down. No glory in the backroom jobs either, is there? I don't mean glory in a negative sense, I mean it in that magical well, feeling of. Yeah, I suppose there's power. If that, yes, but that's I mean, different. I don't, you that's know, I've different. never had any kind of feeling having wanted to have any kind of power. So I never, you know, I also don't like playing that let's be nice to everyone political thing that everyone has to do. <laughs> and yet you are Mr Nice. Who, who was the last person you were horrible to? Serious question. Oh, I don't know. Or mean? Well, I, I try not to be mean. Yeah, but you must be sometimes. Um, well, I, I suppose I've you know, put a few away my own style on Twitter. Yes, this is true. But, and I've had a pop at a few. So I've been mean to people that yeah. I perhaps think deserve really, it. really, really deserve How it. How do you do it? Do you ration it yourself? Because you could. It's easy to get into a vortex, isn't it? Especially yeah. when you're seeing so much poison yeah. as you are. Do yeah, you I just do you get just a bit of poison on there. But yeah. most of the time I, I ignore it. Rise above it. I don't look too much at the notifications. No. Uh, occasionally I'll see one or two things. Um, so... Um, so occasionally I'll have a little, little bite. It, it, it is a cesspit, and it is yeah. um. In places, it's worrying. It. You've realised well, how much haters out there. We spoke briefly before we started recording, so I can't, I can't remember whether we said this on or off the <laughs> tape. But there was that sense that social media has become like a football yeah. crowd. That sense that it is now. Yeah, it was uh, before. It was. Oh, good. Before. Let's do it again. Yeah. It was, it was, it's open yeah. season. The way yeah. that you can attack a public yeah. figure in particular, or even a non-public figure, it, it yeah. would only at one point mm -hmm. have been footballers that ever, and yeah. probably black footballers yeah. that ever got exposed to that kind of. Yeah. Well, we all got the hatred as, as as footballers. Certainly, I mean, you still see it now on the terraces. Mm. The hatred of the faces and the stuff. Um, but now it goes right across never, society. You never really received that personally until perhaps social media yeah. came along, and then all of a sudden the people with the, the venom and the mm. anger inside them, they vent and they yeah, can vent constantly. it. And they can do it directly to you. Yes, that's incredible. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird, especially since I've come out um, in terms of you know, showing a social conscience, humanitarianism, but, call it whatever you like. Yeah. I've had probably more love than I've ever had, yes. but I've also had way more hate than yeah. I've even noticed before and again i never ever get that in the street i they never have the kind of i don't know whether it's the bravery or the whatever well, like, it is like to, to be... come up to and give you so you i don't like your views or whatever never get that no it's get to be charitable Twitter, it's a bit you, you'd like yeah. to think they would be too ashamed and embarrassed rather than it necessarily yeah. being and but... i think actually most of them if you actually then and they did say what they said on yeah. twitter you talk them out of it you go actually 
often. Come on. I did this thing. Come on. Off, yeah. I mean, I've heard ago. you do it. But I've, heard you do but I've it done it with people who've texted in. Yeah. Not, not intending to speak to me. And I've given them a ring in the commercial break. Oh. <laughs> so, do you really mean this? Yeah. You, you want my wife to get cancer? Should we, yeah. should we, let's yeah. just talk this through, mate. Oh, and you've you done can, that, have you? Yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> encouraged to do it. But the, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's probably. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. but the number's there. So, and, and you're right. They do often when you just hold up the mirror. They see what they look like, and yeah. they just go, oh, Christ, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, man, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Like, just a bit of fun. Just, just a well, bit that, of banter. Yeah, that's Bans, it. Mate, I think Bans. they just think, oh, I'll have a go at me. I'll have a go at yeah. me. And they don't really think. I mean, I don't think most people. Most people are good. They have to be. Most people are good. They have to be. But what you get, the the ones that want to engage on Twitter, though, they're the ones, that, the few that are angry. Yes, yeah. Whereas most people go, oh, that's funny, or that's quite, yeah, I agree with him, or I don't agree with him, or I don't. But I think 99% of people are like that. But you notice it because it's the one percent. Of course, it, it's, it's the, the loudest. Like, you know, the, the loudest. It's yeah. their chance to yeah. have a, and and they're the, and you also notice the one that's really nasty. You don't notice mm. the really nice things that it's everyone true, says. Actually, it. That's it? just human nature. Yeah. Again, like you said before, yeah. we all want everyone to like us. Yeah, a little bit of us uh, do, yeah. unless you're a sociopath, yeah. in which case well, you can edit the Daily Mail. It's yeah. all sorts. Of <laughs> 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 don't care at all what anybody thinks. Yeah. Do you worry about your children growing up in this kind of environment, or, or, or will we, there be problems I think in any most era? of our life worrying about our children? Yeah, this is no, true. Different ages, different concerns yes. as they you know as they progress, and then then they get to adulthood, and you. You know, how are we going to afford a house? What job they're going to do? All that kind of thing. And what is their future in the... Mm. In the I mean, the world's a little bit... A little in bit, flux, yeah, isn't it's, it? It's a When you left place. school, you, you, would have thought, you would have thought if, if football didn't work out yeah. and whatever job you ended up doing, that you, like your dad, would have done it right up until retirement. Yeah. You? It would have been, yeah. I mean, you, you would have progressed within a structure and you'd have done well, but you wouldn't have... Run the risk of hitting forty yeah. and and having to start all over again. It's a it's a very different yeah. it's, economic world. It's it really is in all sorts and you know and the safety of the world at the moment. And there's so you know so many places around the world that are in turmoil. When um when George was poorly, when yeah. when George had mm-hmm. leukemia, from which he made a, a, yeah. a full and frank recovery. Did 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 you come out of that experience changed? Do you think or or am I kind of? No, I think I always had a sense of perspective and realised. You know, I suppose I've always had a you know charmed life in many yes. ways. So it was, so you started to wonder. But I, it, it has to have an effect on you, something like that. I mean, it was it was an unbelievably traumatic few months. I mean, two or three times they told us he'd, he'd very unlikely make it through the night. Really, and living that was like brutal. Um, so it has to have some kind of effect on you for sure. What that was, I mean. People say, "Oh, did it give you a bigger, a more perspective?" Well, I think I always had some degree of perspective, but it's going to enhance that. There's no, in terms of no, what is had, important, what is important in life? Is it important that you score two goals at the weekend? Yeah. Well, of course it is, but yeah. it's not as important well, as ever. whether your son lives or dies. I mean, oh. you'd be, I mean, how yeah, anyone couldn't understand that? Or, but yeah, I suppose it did uh, in many ways. But um, yeah, it's a little miracle in many ways, George. You're very close, aren't you? To your yeah, boys. I'm close. All of, yeah, all my four, boys. All yeah, four of it's yeah, lovely. They're there. great. They're good fun now. Yeah, they're, they're they're enjoy, they where... enjoy your company. Yeah. Were they ever embarrassed to be Gary Lineker's sons? I think parents always embarrass their children. Well, don't yeah, they? but they do. But you're not a normal yeah. parent, mate. So yeah, I'm kind well, of a young boy. Well, let's put it this way: I sat down in breakfast. I've told this story a few times. Go on, then. We sat down in breakfast <laughs> when George was about ten, eleven. He's a Manchester United fan. He used to love David Beckham, and I was reading the paper, and there was a big picture of Beckham on it, and he just, he just said, "God." Wouldn't it be great to have David Beckham as your dad? <laughs> and I, 
sums it up. There's always someone better out there. You see? <laughs> he's had a I unique. Said, I remember saying, I said, what do you mean? I yeah, play course, don't yeah. you know? He said, yeah, but he's really good. They, they, were, they, they were conscious of you as a player, though, weren't they? They did mean you were still playing right. when mm, not no, quite. No, uh, just, I was... Well, that's quite... Was, I was 30 when That's cruel, was isn't it? You just well, you wanted uh, to be there for right. that goal in Barcelona. I don't mean the line yeah. is cruel. The line yeah. is brilliant. But it would be nice for them to be able to sort of just have a sniff of your heyday yeah. from the inside rather than... in a restaurant, actually. And, um, with, I was having dinner with George and yeah. um, David Beckham came in with Victoria no, like two weeks ago. Fantastic. George started sweating. No he way, still really? loves him. He oh, adores so him funny. so much. That's so funny. And uh, so I, I told David the story. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Um, do you... And this is, this is a genuine question, actually, and it could go almost anywhere. Do you have any ambitions? And I'm going to add the word left, Gary. Do you have any ambitions left? Uh, I want to be Prime Minister. <laughs> Not well, ever. No. Ambitions left. <laughs> Could you see a complete lane change again? Could you see yourself doing something completely I different? I've found a couple of lane changes. I know. I think, um, More than most. Yeah. Although always with a footballing flavour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the one thing I've done in recent, in the last couple, two, three years is started my own production company with my friend Tony yeah um who'd had a lifetime in TV I mean he runs it my so um and I'm quite involved and do, do as much as I can and stuff so that's quite that's been quite fun It'd be nice to build that up and hopefully you know be able to employ a few people yeah. etc and you have kind of how long do you think I mean <laughs> how long do I think what alive well, no not alive <laughs> I did Cantona a couple of weeks ago he told us he was never going to die I don't think Cantona will ever die no he did, honestly he sat there he thought about it for ages he thought about it for so long I, I was going to give him a nudge or tap the microphone <laughs> oh, you I thought was, he'd gone yeah I thought, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a that scoop. would have been what a scoop, that would imagine that stop <laughs> and, he, and he genuinely gave it yeah. some serious thought and just clearly couldn't conceive of passing away but yeah. I didn't mean that I, I mean, don't know I, I mean how long was Jimmy Hill on match of the day going Jimmy for, did, for quite he? a while yes. I mean I'd like to keep I mean I love what I do You're clearly never bored so no never I love football I love watching the big games I love broadcasting um, football so I'm um, you know until I've I've certainly got no um, designs on retirement at the moment I think I get bored and no no intention really of uh, of stepping back not yet the... not yet I'm from... sorry everyone He's stuck with me for a bit longer. I'm glad yeah. to hear it, Gary. That was a real, real pleasure. Thank you, no, mate. Pleasure. Seriously. And good to meet you. Phil. Likewise, finally. Yeah. And now I am joined for our post-match analysis by Rich, the producer of Unfiltered. And am I, is it just me or was there more laughter in that one than there has been in any of the others? It's one of the funniest ones we've ever done and I was well, not expecting it to come from Gary Lineker. Were you not? He's, uh, he's funny on he's, Match of the Day. He's... he's, he's but he's hilarious. He really is, isn't he? Look, I get a lot of stick for the end of these bits for just saying I oh, wasn't that a great episode. But that really was a great episode. I mean, will come you, on. Will you say when it's rubbish? Will you say that wasn't your best? If, if it got, if it ever happens, I will. Yeah. But yeah, that was great. He was he was hilarious. He was he fielded that question you asked about the uh, presenting the World Cup draw. Yes. I think he he gave a good account of that. Yes. Um, and you know you you can obviously relate having been uh, roasted by the sun yourself recently yes. uh, to what he's been through but yeah, he was very uh, very erudite on that he was yeah he was great he's like our spiritual leader he's yeah, a I spiritual know. leader of people that think refugees are human beings and Brexit might be a bad idea absolutely I thought it was really interesting that, he, that when you were talking about football being sort of a breeding ground for uh, you know having a thick skin and actually putting yourself out there oh, you've forgotten who told us that it was actually Lily Allen in an earlier episode of Unfiltered was it? Who she because at the time I wasn't 
I, I didn't fully understand what she was saying, but she was talking about that violence, not just hooliganism, but also the wildness on the terraces mm. being translated into other areas of life so that now you will scream at a female pop star on social media in exactly the same way that you would once only really have screamed at footballers on match day yeah. in the stadium. And, and um, I love it how these things are coming together. 16 episodes and there's stuff about serendipity and luck. Almost mm. all of our guests have been hugely successful. Arguably, the more successful the guest, the more they've made of, of how conscious they are of the role luck has played in their lives. Mm. And um, the imposter syndrome thing as well, which we've touched on a lot of times. Yeah. When, when, you know, all these people, in the case of Lineker, he's, he's one of the most famous people in the country, and yet still talking about in the early days having that almost waiting for the... Absolutely. Catch. question is, when are we going to get found out? <laughs> when we do, you have to say so. <laughs> You're listening to Unfiltered with James O'Brien, brought to you by Joe.